This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and I'm excited to talk to Pastor Gus today. And welcome, Gus. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. good. Hello, hello. Yeah, lots going on. And uh, I've already touched on this on QFM, but I wanted to get your take on it. There was breaking news today about the abortion bill that has been moving at breakneck speed through the Minnesota House, and they are going to vote on it on the House floor tomorrow already. And uh, word has it that the Senate bill is not far behind. I would not be surprised. They have not announced a date, but I wouldn't be surprised if they voted on it on Friday, although usually they're not in session on Friday. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too carried away, but there was talk that they'd love to see the governor sign this bill on January 22nd, the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. So got lots going on right now, isn't there? Yeah, definitely is. I'm, can I just, let me talk to the people who don't really care that much about abortion, but are followers of Jesus. Uh, and you really should. Like anytime somebody wants to kill anyone, especially innocent people, it's a demonic thing. And we need to be okay saying that. I'm encouraging your listeners to stand up and, and say to their friends in the break room or in the grocery aisle, whatever, that abortion is a demonic practice and should be completely outlawed and banned. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's so hard to wrangle with it because the other side is so... I don't know, so in your face with it right now. In yeah, particular. but and we don't need to be in your face, but exactly. we do need to stand up to the face of the enemy. Yeah. Like, that's one of my, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or it's an encouragement, but one of the things that I've seemed to, like, chirp on in my life is, greater is he in us than he that is in the world. Why do we sit back and allow the world to even be greater within our sphere of influence ever? Yeah. Like, our, our Savior made the world. He saved us from our sin in order to impact the world. So all we need to do is talk about what His Word talks about. Yeah. It is not hard. Hmm. Yeah, and, and again now with the advances in our in medicine and in childbirth and all of that and when you say that uh, you know second and third trimester abortion you know it's no different it's just fine uh there's nothing wrong with it and you know full well that those babies could live outside the womb you know that's again it's demonic it really it just is means it's even worse for goodness yeah, sake yeah um and and I, it's only a matter of time before our culture you know, either does or starts to talk about, you know, aborting, you know, babies after birth. Yeah. You know, it would, to be honest, it'd be safer on the mother. Yeah. You know, to do it that way. Like, hey, just deliver this child. You didn't want it. Let's, let's murder it outside the womb and not just inside the womb. Mm. And for people to, to not understand that part of the reason why the entire abortion industry it even took root in America is because you can't hear the screams and the cries of the infant children being torn to death or poisoned to death. Yeah. It's hard to talk about, but that is reality, and we have to talk about it. it we just have to. to. This is an issue that I would go to war over. Yeah. 
I would kill another man for the sake of protecting an innocent child. Yeah, and that's where we are. You know, Roe versus Wade was overturned. They sent it back to the states. A number of states banned abortion. I think that number is actually around 18, if I'm not mistaken. There are other states looking to ban it, but not Minnesota. We have gone the other way. And, uh, wow. And the reason we've gone the other way is because people whom are listening to us right now don't speak up. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and of course, we've got this whole weird thing in Minnesota where all of outstate Minnesota, for the most part, is heavily pro-life. And you get down to that metro area with all that power that they've been imbued with, and they aren't. And uh, they are having their way right now. So, But that's not an excuse. It's, we still, we've got to stand strong. We've got March for Life's going on this weekend in the middle of all this. Uh, around the area, Bemidji, other places, the big one in St. Paul on Sunday. But uh, again, they are going to take that vote tomorrow. I do have uh, a list of representatives that they are all Democrats, and they're asking us to pray about this and and contact uh, these Democrat uh, House members. And as I've mentioned earlier tonight now, you can email me, Tonight, I'll be watching my email, and I will forward all of their contact information to you. So send me an email, phil at yourqfm.com, and I'll get it out to you, phil at yourqfm.com. It's it's quite a time. And Gus, you know, we want to get to the schools because last week you had this conference for new school board members. That is another massive issue happening in St. Paul with the DFL-controlled legislature and the governor's office. You know, I'm sure some of that came up even at your new uh, member uh, conference, although a lot of it was just, here's how you uh, can be an effective board member, right? Yeah, most of it was that way. Um, But what I found extremely interesting is, of course, I attended the the workshop sessions entitled uh, Supporting the LGBTQIA Plus Students. Yeah. So I was, like, really interested in, like, okay, well, how are they teaching us to support them? Yeah. And I first didn't even know what an IA was, but whatever, they keep adding um, consonants and vowels to that. So I'm in this meeting, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, hey, you know, these people are all introducing themselves with their pronouns and talking about how you know, we can support students and how we're supposed to have policies that, you know, become friendly, you know, schools to LGBTQ, you know, students. And I got the impression, you know, like, what about the students that are never going to believe that gender is anything other than binary, right? It's a man and a woman, bi, two, right? So at, at the end of the this workshop, they called for questions, and I had to really kind of encourage myself because I thought, man, I'm clearly alone in this room. Everybody else here is, you know, hyper-liberal and, you know, pro-homosexual. So I, I raised my hand. She calls on me and says, you know, yes. And I said, well, what are we doing to protect students that will never believe that gender is anything other than binary, because their Bibles have been telling them for thousands of years that there's a man and a woman. 
So as I mentioned the Bible, this dude in the back of the room, you know, pipes up, and he's just like, wait, wait, wait a minute, you know, you can't, you know, you know, exclude those, you know, members who believe the Bible. I'm like, yes, sir, I agree. My question is, what can we do to make sure that we include people who don't believe that gender is anything other than a man and a woman? What do we, he's like, oh, yeah, that's good, that's a good question, yeah. And so <laughs> the panel went off and talked about their answer to the question, and they totally skirted it. They didn't even answer huh. the question. I, I remember thinking, I don't even know what you just said, for goodness sake. But I was thinking, who's this guy in the back of the room? So at the end of the whole thing, I go up to that guy, and I'm like, hey, man, are you a conservative Christian? And I said it in the hushed tone. Right? <laughs> and he goes, he looked at me like, I don't know that I want to answer that question, but I'm going to answer it anyway. And he said, yes. <laughs> and I was like, hey, so am I. <laughs> and come to find out, it's Bemidji's new school board member, Justin Hoover. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and so, you know, we met him, wow. or I met him in this, you know, unique way, and so we, <laughs> we wound up fellowshipping for the next 10, 15 minutes and just awesome. comparing notes, and, and so it was wonderful. As we were talking, this petite you know, cute little 75-year-old woman came up to us and bent over and then began to speak. And I promise you, her voice was 10 times deeper than mine. <laughs> wow. So, I, so very clearly, this was a transgendered man who turned himself into a, into a woman, and he answered the question best. My question is saying, what are we going to do to include these students that believe gender is just binary? He said, you have to have town hall meetings and just teach them. You teach them, teach them, and teach them over and over again that gender is non-binary. And so huh, I just wow. said, well, thank you. Like, at least he answered the question, and yeah. he's probably right. I'm not saying we should do that. I'm just saying if you want to change somebody's opinion, you got to teach them. Over and over and over, yeah. yeah but, but then we looked at each other when this guy left, and we just were sort of like, oh, my goodness. Like, clearly, that looked like a straight-up senior citizen female, but, you know, yeah. definitely was not. So, anyway, Justin Hoover, he's my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you guys got, uh, you got to experience that kind of thing firsthand. Yes, which it is, was so, like, I, and yeah. even to have you know, these workshops, because I, I attended another one, like how to support trans students. Okay. And I just thought, you know, what about the students that, you know, feel unsupported because they have conservative Christian values? Will there ever be, you know, a workshop how to support the conservative Christian student and not make them feel ostracized, right? Mm. That's not going to happen, probably. Nope. <laughs> wow. So. It's the it's the day in which we live. You know, I, I mentioned to you right before we started to record, a bill was introduced yesterday in the legislature by an LGBTQ House member that uh, will place more menstrual products in bathrooms in all public and charter schools. Uh, so again, menstrual products like pads and tampons and that kind of thing, but also in boys' bathrooms because she says that uh, not all students who menstruate are female. I mean, this is the twilight zone. And, it is. It really is. And, and, uh, and, and uh, the, the crazy thing about it is that so many people who, who really do believe it is the twilight zone, it's crazy, 
it's those people that I really want to speak to. All, all I'm saying is, stand up and talk about the fact that if you menstruate, you are not a man. Yeah. And, but that's it. They, they won't even say that. They won't get involved in the fight because it's somehow too offensive. And I just think, look at Jesus. Look at the disciples. Look at the apostles. Look at, you know, Paul who wrote the epistle, like all the epistles. They never backed down. They always stood up because they knew who the real leader was. Right? They they know that he that is in them is greater than he that is in the world. I wish the American church were to rise up and realize that. If the American church rose up and realized how powerful they really are operating in within the confines of the Holy Spirit. But it wouldn't even be a question. We wouldn't even be debating the fact that we can, you know, menstruate and be a male, for goodness sake. Yeah, amen. We have dropped the ball. There's no doubt about it. For whatever reason, cowardliness being probably number one, we have... Probably, but there's no reason... My whole point is there's no reason to be a coward. No. There really isn't. No weapon formed against you will prosper. That's right. Like, it, it'll be formed against you. It'll even be used against you, but it cannot prosper. <laughs> yeah, amen. Right? Like, wow. we just need to believe that. Yeah. So, you know, even when I was, like, encouraging myself, sitting there thinking, you know, oh, I don't know that I want to say anything. Me, Mr. Bold, right, yeah, was thinking, yeah. I better keep my mouth shut. I realized, uh, at a moment, I just realized, guess what? I'm the most authoritative person in this room. Amen. Amen. And so yes. when I did speak up, I was not nervous. I wasn't like sheepishly saying anything. I, I spoke with the authority of the Spirit of God. And I actually had this thought. I said, I'm going to turn this meeting into a church service. Oh, I like that. <laughs> no, I didn't man. do that, though. But <laughs> that was something that I thought. <laughs> you would have had Justin in the back going, Amen. Yeah, brother. he would have been Amen in me. And, <laughs> and I'm assuming you didn't call them all idiots either, probably. When no, you... <laughs> no, not at all. No, in yeah. fact, I, I phrased the question, you know, almost like. Uh, clandestinely, you know. Well, like, yeah, because he thought you were... Bibles are telling them. <laughs> you know, I wanted to phrase it in a way that yeah. would cause them to really not just, you know, poo-poo my statements because, oh, no, here's a conservative Christian that's just speaking up. Yeah. I, I tried to speak biblically but use secular language. Oh, you would have probably been booed if you would have just, you know, if you would have done it that way. You know, I wouldn't have been surprised. And, you know, on this uh, this bill about menstrual products, there is a, a Republican conservative uh, fellow from Grove City who proposed an amendment to it saying that, well, let's just do that in bathrooms for female students. Okay, that's what he said. Now, that seems pretty common sense, right? It does uh, seem common sense, but yeah. my question would be, like, who's going to pay for that? Well, that's a non-issue for these people yeah, down you know, there like, this I year. I just feel like that shouldn't be something taxpayers pay for. It. Yeah, I know. I mean, it just, it just <laughs> you wait, though. This year, that money's just going to be flowing. But anyway, uh, then they went on and said, that's when she said, well, not all students who menstruate are female. Then a guy who is a licensed school nurse said this, and this is what we always get, Gus. He said uh, that this man's amendment he was trying to put on is just another way to divide people. That's what they say about us. Well, all you're trying to do is just divide people. 
you know, well, when all we're trying to do is love everyone. They have moral majority. Yes. They, right? they, and they speak like the righteous thing to do is to include all genders. And the righteous uh, thing to do is to get people to believe the truth about themselves. Amen. <laughs> amen. So, that's that's the difference. Good evil and evil good. That's, I mean, we are witnessing it. It is such a fantastic time <laughs> to be a follower of Jesus. Oh, like, I man. was born for this fight. Yeah. That's the way I feel. All right. Well, we've got to engage. And, yeah, uh, March for Life this weekend. We've got, you know, people that we can reach out to on this vote. We've got... You, you know, we've got to vote for school board members, which we did, thank God, you know, but there's more that we can do as we go. We've got to rise up. We've got to, like you said, know that we have the power as followers of Yeah, we of do. Jesus. Like, wherever you go, God's already there, and if you're going there in his authority, Amen. then he's going to anoint you to actually change the, the, the situation that you're in for his glory's sake. Hmm. If we were to just operate underneath that principle instead of... You know, just kind of like have our head down and sheepish. Man, come on. We need the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're going to start selling tickets for War Road School Board meetings. They're going to be so much fun. <laughs> That's right. That's how we're going to fund our programs. We're going to sell <laughs> tickets. <laughs> Crowds of 100 at every board meeting. What's Gus going to say tonight? Uh, no, and we don't mean to make light of it because it is so serious, but at the same time, you know, <laughs> joy. It is serious, but oh, come on, let's let's have fun. Let's joke. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I'm I'm probably yeah. joking more than I should be joking. <laughs> uh, no, it's all but right. But I don't well, mind. It's a, it's fun. I think Jesus yeah. and his disciples told jokes around the campfire. Of course they did. Yeah, they did. Especially if you watch the Chosen. That's uh, they they show that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's exactly the way it happened. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gus, always good to talk with you. Um, you know, who knows, next week we'll see where all this has gone. But thank you. When's your first, uh, the next board meeting for you up in Warwick? Last night. I had the very first oh, one. Oh, well. Yeah, last night. It was pretty cool, and I was just sitting there, you know, excited and learning. And Did you get on a committee? Yeah, I'm on a bunch of, well, let's see, five different committees. Um, and one that is very interesting, I'm on the Indian Education Committee, okay. and, and of course, like, we're the War Road Warriors up here, so right. we're in full support of our logo being a Native American Indian head, you know, like, we love it, the Native American, you know, community loves it, um, but at the same time, critical race theory is, you know, creating some inroads in that community. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like, wow, it was a sovereign act of God that I was even put on that committee, because mm. uh, I, I didn't uh, tell them that's the committee that I wanted to be on. They just, yeah. you know, put, the administration put me on that committee. So I just think, all right, well, praise Jesus. I'm going to make sure critical race theory stays out of the district that yeah. I am mm. helping to, to lead. Amen. I, you know, and if you are a school board member and you're listening to this, no matter where you are, we got a lot of schools represented around the QFM area. God bless you. Stand strong. And the rest of us, we need to pray. And we can stand strong as well, but we certainly need to be in prayer for all of our elected leaders and so forth. But Gus, thank you so much. We'll talk again next week. How about that? Sounds good, brother. All right. This is your life. God's truth. Your QFM.